Bitochen is a certainty that it's going to be good, and it's going to be good in a visible way. You're convinced it's going to be good. We had the example last week from the Holy Valdichevel. He mentioned Nachshim and Aminada. He was going into the sea. The water was was getting higher and higher. And he had no doubts. He knew that Hashem is going, he's going to be saved. He didn't have any doubts. That's Betachem, trusting in Hashem without having a doubt. There are troubles, there are problems, there are questions, there's confusion. Betachem means you put your trust in Hashem. That's Betachem. Yeah, but it looks dangerous. It looks bad. Yeah, maybe it looks bad, maybe it looks dangerous. But when you have Betachem, you trust in Hashem. And when you have betachin, the result of betachin, how does it affect a person? What's the end? How does it affect a person? Calm. Calm. Well, what did you say? Right, right. Calmness. That's right. The opposite of betachin is anxiety, fear, worry. That's the opposite of Etochem. Etochem means just calm down. Everything's okay. Put your trust in Hashem and there's no problems. Right? Yeah. So that's Etochem, putting your trust in Hashem. Now, this is so powerful. This trust is so powerful that it's legitimate to celebrate before the actual salvation, before the actual bracha, it's legitimate to celebrate. Like we saw this uh, Pasuk in Tehillim, there was a Rashi, where it says over there, the Dovod Malach says, I praise Hashem before the Yeshua, David HaMelech, King David, he's in trouble. He had many troubles in his life. His life was in danger more than once. And he had a lot of betochem. He had trust in Hashem. We see that again and again in Tehillim. David HaMelech mentions his trust is betochem to Hashem. But then David HaMelech takes the extreme approach where he says, I'm going to sing praises to Hashem before the actual salvation, knowing full well that there's going to be the Yeshua, there's going to be the salvation. It's like some people will say, let's wait until I'm saved, then I'll thank Hashem. So Ramach had a different approach. His approach was, he's in trouble, his life is in danger, but he knows Hashem, he has betachem. So you know what he does? He starts singing praise to Hashem. Look, someone is looking at him and thinking, is he crazy? Is something wrong with him? His life is in danger and he's singing. He took some drugs maybe, he drugged himself up. Well, what happened there? But no, the Malach is calm. Hashem is going to help me. And I'm so sure, the says, he starts singing, praise to Hashem. There's a, there's a Pelotikus story that happened in the beginning of the Rebbe's Nasi's. When the Rebbe became Nasi, 
It happened to uh, a relative of Rabbi Wagner, maybe his aunt, I'm not sure, to a shochat. A shochat. It was in the 50s, I don't know, it was in the 50s. It's a famous story where uh, they had come after the war from Europe. They came to, to Toronto. And then the small girl, a young girl, I don't know, a baby, they didn't have hot water there, so they had a pot with a fire under it. So they had a pot of hot water, and this baby somehow, the water spilled, and, and she, she, yeah, and, and, and her, life was in, her life was in danger. Life was in danger. Rushed to the hospital. In any case, he wasn't a Lubavitch yet, but there were some Lubavitches in the community that told him, you have to ask, a bracha from the Rebbe. So, uh, I don't remember the details, but the Rebbe told them to make a Kiddush. The Shabbos. It's Shabbos almost. The Shabbos make a Kiddush. Kiddush for what? A Kiddush that she's going to have a Rafa and make a Kiddush. She's, she's, <laughs> she's in, the, in the hospital. Her life is in danger. The doctors don't know if she's going to make it. And the Rebbe says, make a Kiddush. Kiddush for what? Kiddush. Shabbos, Kiddush. There's going to be Rufu, make a Kiddush. He made the Kiddush. And uh, she, she's Boch Hashem now a Bubba. You know, she has a lot of, she has children and grandchildren. Shluch in California. So the Rebbe's, was, the Rebbe's approach was that, you know, there, there's a problem, is it Soma? Have Betochen, but not just Betochen, to the extent that, that you could start dancing already beforehand. You could have the simcha beforehand. That's how powerful betochen is. So this is a, a second principle betochen that you're so sure in the Yeshua of Hashem, in the salvation of Hashem, that you could sing a song and celebrate before the actual Yeshua happens. Now this leads us to another principle betochen. Uh, let me pose it in a question like I did last week. You could look at it two ways. You could say that because you know it's going to be good, you're sure it's going to be good, that's why you have betochen. That's why you trust in Hashem, because you know it's going to be good. The other way is, because you have betochen, because you trust Hashem, that's why it's going to be good. Two ways. Again, the first way is because it's going to be good, therefore I trust. The other way is because you trust. That's why it's going to be good. Two ways. So we saw last week from the Holy Bardichimu, he said, it's the second way. It's because you have betochen, that's why it's going to be good. Okay, in other words, that's the strength of betochen, of trusting Hashem, that it actually brings down the brachas of Hashem. So it's a cause and effect. The cause is having betochen, trust in Hashem. The effect is the brachas come down. So that's a, that's a third principle in betochen, that betochen, the trust itself, brings the brachas. Now in this context, concerning this, we're going to take a look in Tehillim. Open your Tehillim to chapter 112, Kuvyud Beis. Kuvyud Beis, Pasek Zayin. Say that one more time. 
Kuf Yud Beis, Pasuk Zayin, 112, Pasuk 7. Okay, so the Pasuk says, Mishmu Ra Lo Yira, from bad tidings, bad news, Lo Yira, not scared, Nochem Libay Batuch Pashem, his heart is strong and trusting Hashem. Now, there's a Gemara in Masech de Brachas, a very important Gemara, which quotes this Pasuk and interprets the Pasuk. So I'm going to tell you what the Gemara says. The Gemara tells us a story concerning Hillel Azaki. Oh. So we know that there's Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai. Beis Shammai means the house of Hillel and the house of Shammai. But then you have Shammai himself and Hillel himself. So this is a story the Gemara says about Hillel himself. And the background of the story is that there's a Mishnah in Masech de Brachas where the Mishnah says there are certain prayers which are in vain. Certain prayers are uh, out of place. There are certain times when, when prayer doesn't mean anything. So basically don't pray. What's an example of a prayer which is out of place? So the Gemara said, the Mishnah says that if you dive into Hashem and something which already happened, then it's a wasted prayer. What, what are you doing? Like, for example, gives two, the Mishnah gives two examples. One example is his wife is pregnant. Okay? Let's imagine she's about to give birth and you die with Hashem. Hashem, it should be a boy. Well, if you're already a boy, is Hashem, it should be a girl. Okay, so the Mishnah says that's not a good prayer because it's already a boy, already a girl, and your prayer is not going to change anything. It's, already, it's happened already. So what are you praying? So that's a, that's a point where prayer is, is a waste. Don't pray. Then there's another example. The other example is that you go into a, you go into a city where you live and you hear the screaming in one of the houses. In your location where you live, there's a screaming of, in, in one of the houses. And you could tell from the screaming that something uh, terrible happened. There's some tragedy. You hear the screaming. So the person davens, he says, I'm praying to Hashem that it shouldn't be in my house. So the Mishnah says that's in vain because it already happened. There's someone screaming already in one of the houses. So what, why you, what, what are you praying it shouldn't happen in your house? If it already happened, you're not going to change it. So prayer is inappropriate in such a situation. Okay. Then, concerning this statement in the Mishnah, again, we're going to, we're going to leave questions either for the end or, or you'll send me the questions. So concerning this, the, the Gemara has a story. you bring There's a story about Hilazaki, the elder Hilo. He's coming, he's traveling, he's coming to his place, this is his town. He hears a screaming from the city. So, there's some tragedy happening. Oma, so Hill says, Muftechani, I am assured, Bitachain, Muftechani, I full Bitachin. This is in Mesech the Brochus Daf Samach, page 60, Sarei. Muftechani, I am certain, She'ein ze besoich besi. This scream, 
This tragedy is not in my house. I know that for sure. That's what Hill said. Now, Hill didn't say it out of prophecy. <coughs> then what's that based on? What's the statement based on? So the Gemara says it's based on this Pasuk in Tehillim, uh, the Pasuk we're pointing at, the Gemara says it's based on this Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, From bad news, I will not be scared. Why not? Because the heart has betochen in Hashem. Since you have betochen in Hashem, trust in Hashem, so you're not scared. That's what happened to Hillel. He'll have betochen in Hashem, so therefore he wasn't scared. So the Pasuk, he says, concerning Hillel Zokin, that's how we read this Pasuk. It's referring to Hillel Zokin. It's referring to his attitude. He had betochen, so he wasn't scared. Then the Gemara continues and says something very unusual and very strange. The Gemara says, this is Rava. He was generations after Hillel, many generations. He says, when you look at this Pasuk, in this verse, Pasuk Zion, he says, you could interpret it in two directions and draw the same conclusions. You could either go from the beginning to the end or from the end to the beginning. I don't know. We'll soon see. Okay. So there's two ways of reading this pasuk, either from beginning to the end or then beginning. Either way, you draw the same conclusion. What does that mean? So the Gemara says, let's start from uh, beginning to the end. Beginning says Mishmura from bad news and not scared, and then you explain it, you interpret it to mean Mata. What's the reason? From bad news, you're not scared. Matan, what's the reason? Why aren't you scared? The answer is the second half of the Pasuk. Because Libai, Batuch Bashem. Because you have Betachon, that's why you're not scared. Okay, then the Gemara continues. You can interpret it from backwards to frontwards, which means you say, read the second and first, and then the first, and you'll get the same conclusion. Your heart has, is full of trust in Hashem. And so from bad news, you're not scared. So it's a very interesting way of saying it. And the question would be, what are you gaining by going back and forth, which we'll talk about later, Mitzvah Shem. But in any case, that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says that this Pasuk is an example of what Hill is doing. What's Hill doing? He has trust that the tragedy is not in his house. And if you're wondering what's that trust based on, the answer is Bitochem. How does he know that everything's okay in his house? How does he know? So look in the Pasuk. He's not worried about bad news. Why not? How do you know? The answer is because he has full trust in Hashem. Therefore, he knows that there's no problem in his house. So here you see in this Gemara the principle of cause and effect. Betochen is the cause. The effect is the brachas of Hashem. And here Hill was actually doing it in practice. Okay, so this is uh, the first story the Gemara says. And then there's two more stories. Okay, later on I'm going to go back to this first story and analyze it more. There's a lot that this story is teaching us. But I want to first get to the next two stories. Okay, the Gemara says a story. Next story, story number two. 
‫הוא תלמידו דווה קואוזל בסרי ‫דרבי שמואל ורבי יוסי. ‫הוא היה תיאטר וסטודנט. ‫הסטודנט היה פעולים ‫בתיאטר רבי שמואל ורבי יוסי. ‫איפה הם היו? ‫הם היו בשוק. ‫איפה שוק? ‫שוק ציון. ‫זה זיון שוק. ‫אוקיי, אני חושב שזה במקום בירושלים, ‫אני לא יודע. ‫מחנה יהודה. ‫מחנה יהודה. ‫מחנה יצין, אני לא יודע. ‫אני They, was, they were in a shuk, they were walking in a shuk, in a market. Okay, so now, now the teacher is looking at a student, and Chazi, he says, the kamafchit, that the student is going through a state of mafchit, pachat, he's scared, he has some fear. So the teacher says to the student, you're sinning. Now this student was not Michal Shabbos. He was not eating chalavak. It wasn't easy eating on kosher. He wasn't saying lashon hara. You know, you go through all the mitzvahs. It's hard to find. You know, you know, he was a good student. You know, what exactly was his sin? So he says, "I'll tell you what your sin is." Dechsev, there's a pasuk. This is a pasuk in Yeshaya, where it says, "Pochadu b'tziyim chatoyim." Those that are scared and tziyim. Tzien, which shuk were they in? Tzien? Those that are scared in Tzien are chatoyim, they are sinners. Okay? So he tells them, you're a sinner. Why are you a sinner? Because you're pachat, you're scared. Ah, so you're a sinner. <laughs> okay, so now the student turns back to his teacher and he says, I have a question, on Malay. He says to his teacher, You quoted a Pusik towards me, calling me a sinner. In my defense, I'm going to throw back a Pusik at you. And that way, perhaps I'm not a sinner. <coughs> And he brings a Pusik, Voxiv, there's a Pusik, where it says, Ashrei Odom Mefachet Tamid. Lucky is the person that's always in anxiety, always scared. Lucky is the person. So the student says, what do you want from me? I'm following a Pasuk. I'm a tzaddik. Of course it means about Hashem. <laughs> so the teacher answers back to the student, Amalei, just to him. Your Pasuk that says, lucky is the one that's always scared, that's concerning words of Torah. When it comes to Torah, you're supposed to be scared all the time. What are you supposed to be scared about? So now she says, you have to have a fear and you shouldn't forget what you learn. So a person is learning Torah, you're supposed to have a fear. What's the fear? That you shouldn't forget. So what do you do with that fear? How are you going to handle that fear? So Rashi says, if you have that fear, I know what you're going to do next. You're going to do what's called Chazorah. You're going to review it. What you're going to do. Tom, it constantly, you'll keep on reviewing it. So when are you supposed to have fear? Oh, yeah, learning Torah, you shouldn't forget. But that's learning Torah about other inyonim, other matters. Having fear is a sin. It's a chato, it's a sin. Okay, so here we see another principle. Here we see a principle. When we talk about betochen, we would have the following question. One of the questions we could have is, is betochen a good idea or is it mandatory? Is it a choy or is it rishos? So what do we see from this story? It's a choy. It's a choy. Because if you don't have betachen, 
then it's a sin. So betochen is mandatory. Okay, story number three, similar to story number two. Story number three, there was this rabbi. His name was Gav Hamnuna. Gav Hamnuna, this rabbi. And the student, someone was following him, Hidu bin Nasan. And this is what the student did. He gave a krecht, that's in Yiddish. In English, it's a sigh. Okay, he gave some type of oive. How do they say that in Spanish? I don't know. Is there an oive in Spanish? <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Okay. In any case, this the, the student was giving an oive. Oi. I think it's an international word, no? Oi. You know, he gave such an oi. And the teacher heard that. So the teacher reacted in a very sharp way. He said, do you want to bring suffering to yourself? That was his reaction. Again, the student is sighing, moaning, groaning, whatever. And the teacher says, what? What was that again? Do you want to bring suffering to yourself? What is, what's that about? So he quotes a Pasuk in Iyayu. The Pasuk says, I was scared, and those things that I was scared of happened to me. Okay, so from this Pasuk you learn out that if you're scared about something, it might attract that, that bad that you're scared about. So therefore the teacher was saying, don't you dare do that again, because you're only causing not good stuff. Okay, so the story continues. He says, one second, doesn't it say, the same question as before, you're supposed to always be scared. And he told him, that's with Divri Okay, so here we see a, a new principle when it comes to Betachem. What we see is what's true in the positive is true in the negative. In other words, the positive is cause and effect, the negative is cause and effect. The positive cause and effect means when you have betochen, that's the cause. When you trust in Hashem, that's the cause. The effect is you get brachas from Hashem. You get blessings. But it also works the other way. When a person is fearful and he's scared, that could chasashom attract things which aren't good. It's also a cause and effect. I would say that there's three uh, possible situations in a person. You could be in a state of betochen, of trust. You could be in a state of <coughs> the opposite. Pachad, scared, anxiety, or moaning and groaning and sighing. That's another possibility. Or you could be parve, you know, neutral. Not this, neither this nor that. You're not in a state of betachem, but you're not in a state of, of, of pachad either. You're in a neutral position. So then, nothing happened, okay? You're neutral. But if you take one of the other positions, either you have betochen, then you bring a bracha, or the other way could chasashom lead to, to the opposite. So the, the bottom line of all this is that, that betochen is, is not just a good idea. It's, it's, not, it's obligatory, it's an obligation. And there's more sources for this, which maybe we'll speak about later. And uh, betochen is, is powerful. It has tremendous strength, Betochen. Betochen brings blessings. It brings blessings. 
And this is something which I think I mentioned last week, that the Rebbe would say, would write, we have it in the letters of the Rebbe very often. And by Fabengas, the Rebbe mentioned this sometimes also, where the Zoya makes a statement very similar to this. The Zoya says, when a person smiles below, Hashem smiles above. That's the statement. When a person smiles below, Hashem smiles above. And what happens when Hashem smiles above? What's the result of that? Brachas. Brachas and brachas. So this is something which the Rebbe very strongly encouraged and pushed. Smile down here, and Hashem is going to smile. The opposite of that is, the opposite of a tachan is worrying, worrying, worrying. Sometimes those worries are baseless, just wasting energy for worrying without anything positive coming from it. And sometimes there are reasons to worry. Sometimes there is some basis to worry. Like you do have concerns, and they might be real concerns. But even then, the right approach is put your trust in Hashem, which doesn't mean you go to sleep. You put trust in Hashem, doesn't mean you go to sleep. person has a toothache, so you put your trust in Hashem, it's going to work out. But you know what? Pick up your phone and call the dentist. Okay? Mm-hmm. And have a trust in Hashem that it's going to work out. But don't just have betochen and, and go to bed. That's not betochen. You got to do something. But you put your trust in Hashem. So we'll stop over here. And if you have any questions, just, just send it to me. That, that'll be the easiest way.